Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? I was dreaming of the past. And my heart was beating fast. Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, me and Ian play a little catch-up, and then we're going to get into some NBA playoff reaction. The Nets have been officially eliminated out of the playoffs. Not just eliminated, but swept out of the playoffs, and they will be going to Cancun early. You're going to get me, and not me, but you're going to get Ian's feedback on how he felt about this whole Nets experience. We're also going to touch on more NBA playoff series, including the exciting one between Ja Morant and Anthony Edwards with the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. And in our second segment, we're going to break down NBA commentators and sports analysts. We're going to rate them in our new segment called Overrated or Underrated. And then we have some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax. Kick your feet up, grab some popcorn, and enjoy the show. I was dreaming of a past, and my heart was beating fast. I was dreaming of a past. What up? What up? What is going on? What's good? We back. We, we are back. We are back. It ain't been that long of a time. No, no, but we didn't leave you. We didn't leave. So, so much has changed. Yeah, man. So much has changed since our last podcast. Uh, had somebody come at me sideways about, about my uh, Nets prediction, but honestly, I don't care because <laughs> I'm actually happy about being wrong, but we'll get into that later. Man, bro. If I had to be wrong about anything, I'm glad oh, I was wrong about that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, but let's man. not act like Boston didn't look super mediocre at the end of the season. <laughs> and the Nets, yeah. the Nets went, went on a little winning streak toward the end of the regular season. That's how they got the seventh seed. Exactly. And they looked, you know, the, the, the Celtics were hot in the second half, and they kind of cooled off, like, leading into the playoffs. And then the Nets had to keep it going just to – get into the playoffs so it explains the reason why you know and, and on top of that man they got the so-called two greatest players in the league so i mean come on you know like <laughs> y'all supposed to get it done but y'all did but hey it, it was all good it was all good just a week ago it was all good <laughs> hey real quick man you got any shout outs yes indeed yes indeed shout out to um Shout out to any congregations out there with tens of thousands of dollars in their congregation funds account since the pandemic, because we ain't been spending no money on nothing. <laughs> and shout out to the brothers who just want to spend that money willy nilly. Why they ain't giving it back, man? They supposed to get that back. Well, yeah, we the, the CEO he when he came through he kind of reminded us of that like yo if you got over this amount of money you you supposed to forward it on through these channels so um, we did that we did that but we still kind of got a lot of money and that we not spending because I mean we ain't been paying utilities have been low because we hadn't been right. using the uh, building so building. yeah we we um what else it was just a lot, lot, lot of other stuff 
Uh, I think we were kind of doing our own landscaping too for a little bit. So yeah, man, we just got had money just just piling up, man. But they these brothers, man, they 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 kind of being loosey goosey with how they spending it, man. They 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 uh they going with I don't know who they're going with, but they going with someone. They're paying somebody nine hundred dollars to remove some shrubbery from in front of our building, and and you know we we were, other, other, myself and other brothers on the body were like, yo, what? First of all, who said the shrubbery needs to be removed? Number one, right. number two, nine hundred dollars. That's a like, lot of money. It's it's like it's like a half dozen bushes out there, like no higher than my knee, you know. And it's just like I could get out there with a handsaw and remove it, and you only got to pay me four hundred. Yeah, And shout out, shout out to have been doing that. Go ahead, go shout ahead. Out to, shout out to operating committee brothers who just just pushed up rubber stamp stuff and pushed it through without questioning nothing like because when we questioned was like yeah you know the branch supposed to, they say you know get at least three quotes well the operating committee already approved it all right bro all right I'm, 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 I'm. like we gonna pay nine hundred dollars to remove some bushes okay <laughs> we got four congregations full of able-bodied men who could have went out there and did it in one saturday but okay I'm like, man, bro, we, we, you don't know no, no nice Latino gentleman who can do it, you know, for half as much. Man, shout out to my Latino, yeah, shout out to my Latino brothers, by the way, man. They be they be getting stuff done. Oh, they do, they do. They don't play. They do not play. I, you know, we got Bridgeview uh, Spanish next door to us, and man, they get the job done, man. I bet, I bet y'all hard. I bet y'all's lawn is immaculate. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It stay, <laughs> it stay top notch, man. I, I got my hands behind my head. I got my feet kicked up, and I just watch the show. <laughs> I think I helped with the lawn like one time, and they were like looking at me like, "Bro, you don't even know what you're doing, man." Get, get, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you show whacker. up. You show up trying to be a, a good brother, and then you be like, after about five minutes, you be like, "Man, I'm just in the way." Yeah, I'm just. That's how I felt. I was like, "Man, I'm in the way, man. I, I, I can." Y'all want something to eat? <laughs> I go go get some donuts or something. You know, go to go to get a twelve dozen from Dun Dunkin' Donuts or something. But yeah, man, they they man they be locked in, man, and get the job done real quick. They it, so they get it done, man. That's what we need to do. We need to get a a Spanish speaking congregation in our building, man. We'll 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 be just as we'll be just as beautiful. But you know, we on we on the corner of hundred third in Michigan, so it's only so much you can do up there. Yeah, exactly. I remember uh, my, I my go ahead, go ahead. I'm my, my, my fault, man. No, I was just gonna say I remember my dad. His back went out one time. He couldn't cut the lawn, so my mom hired some some Latino brothers, and like she said, like maybe like three or four of them showed up. And they, my parents got a big front and backyard, and my mom said she went inside and, and and made them some sandwiches and some lemonade. And she said by the time she brought it out, they were done. They were like wrapping <laughs> up the cord. Oh man, that's impressive. I know, bro. I know. That's I know. impressive. That's impressive. You know what's not impressive? Shout <laughs> out to the shout out to those elders that always want to shoot down your ideas, <laughs> but never have a solution. Yeah, yeah, that, that gets kind of tiring, you know. You know what I mean? Like you come up with an idea, 
you know, all, everybody's on board with it. And you always got that one person, that one. Uh, well, on the contrary, with it, it, well, what do you think is the solution then? What, what, what's the solution instead of finding something wrong with it? How about finding a solution to make it better? Because what I got going is a pretty good idea, according to the rest of the body. <laughs> so yeah. let me ask you this rodney is this an experienced brother or is this a, a, a newer it, 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 it's experience experience okay. but but sometimes, it's, it's sometimes, the, sometimes with these experienced brothers they might have seen a similar idea in the past and it fell apart so maybe that's why they they give a little pushback sometimes I, i've noticed or they might have seeing something in writing saying not to do it that way but they might not be able to quote it per se so i try to i i you know you 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 try to be reasonable you try to be yielding you, you just know? gotta be reasonable man you just gotta be reasonable i i i but if, I, if, I, if I, your point you gotta be like well okay well uh you know if there's another way or a better way like i would love to hear it you know that's how I am. If 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 what I'm doing and it's not working, and you you feel like, hey, you know, I think this is not, th th I don't think this is gonna be safe, or or I don't think this is gonna be necessary. Then what do you think is necessary? Let me know. Like that's what we're here for. We're here to bounce off ideas on each other and and get it to work so that we can benefit the friends. Not, well, no, I don't like this idea because this is, you know, this that and the other. And it's like okay, but what are we going to do to fix it you know so that's that's my thing man and a lot of times this is what i've noticed and this comes from experience with different brothers some brothers just be mad that you came up with the idea before they did <laughs> yeah that's a thing that you know like, like <laughs> and listen i don't look for praise in regards to ideas that i might come up with or, or whatever that ended up working but like don't be mad when, <laughs> like, uh, this is a long time ago. This happened a long time ago. And uh, I, I remember this is prior to the pictures, you know, we were showing pictures doing a watchtower study, right, on the screens, you know, and we just got the monitors installed in our congregation, right? And at the time, I was the backup watchtower study conductor. Okay. And, um, <laughs> At the time I was back up watch, I was and so I decided when it was my chance to fill in for the main watchtower conductor, I decided to, you know, show the videos, uh, the, the pictures on the screen. And I got major pushback after that. Really? And like, yeah, yeah, I got major pushback. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Isn't this the reason why the branch want us to put these TVs, these monitors in the Kingdom Hall so that the friends can get a visual of yeah. the images being shown in the Watchtower got, study? Yeah, we got videos. We got, I mean, the media, the, the pictures are already downloaded into the media. Exactly. But but back then, it wasn't as hot. To, it was still like in transition. So, oh, okay. you know, I got the whole don't go beyond what is written speech. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I take I take the L, but honestly, I felt like I feel like if I hadn't have done it, and he ended up doing it anyway, nobody would have said nothing. 
the friends would have been like, oh, that's nice, you know. But but hearing the friends' feedback from it, oh, that was nice to have them images up on the TV and this, that, and the other. And then it and then he finds out later. And then now I'm getting the going beyond what is written speech. So it's kind of like, well. I mean, what's the difference between that and a visual aid? Like, I don't know how many times I, I, I've seen brothers get up there with a, with a jar of jelly beans. And a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a softball and they were like, ooh, put spiritual things first and then they fill it up with the jelly beans. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that illustration. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's even in our new publication. So, it, that, that's the thing, man. I, you know, I, I got one brothers, for you. I got, I got one for you, right? Oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to give it like, hey, you know, don't, if, if somebody comes up with an idea, and the majority is with it like find a way to support it man don't 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 find a way to fight you know or try to find a way to kind of you know rain on someone's parade yeah agree agree i I, hey man like to your point and to my point about the operating committee man same brother same brother when we went on old building man like this was like five years ago when all our kids were even littler and they were constantly having to go to the to the uh, water fountain to get water, you know, we would have to literally pick the kid up because they was too short to get water. So one brother in the congregation kindly went to the store, bought a, a step stool, a little wooden step stool, put it together himself and put it under the water fountain or by the water fountain. So when the little kids would go up to get water, they could step up on the step stool and get water easily. Here come this brother. That's not approved by the branch. That's not, that wasn't approved by the operating committee. It's like, okay, so what? Like, well, can we talk yeah, to we, him? Can we, gotta we get, get fair, Why we gotta get pharisaic about a stool for the kids? For kids, it's like, who, bro, who cares? Well, oh, 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 it's, it's not, it's not, it's not part of the approved, uh, branch approved furniture. It's like, uh, Okay, like if there's a, a list of furniture or something we need to get approved, like whatever, let's just do it. And like this, this, this nigga took the uh stool and like hid it behind the stage so that nobody could get to it. Um, and the you, you know, the branch would you know, the branch would laugh in your face if you called him talking about a stool. Dude, that's what I thought, but it's like at the time thinking, like. Yo, this seems silly to me, but I don't know. I don't know what's in writing. I don't know what the procedure is. I don't have all the facts. So let me not fight this battle, you know, right. over something it's stupid. Not it. It's not worth it. You know, over something stupid. But yeah, man, it's like, just just chill, bro. Just chill. <laughs> Meanwhile, you'll, never mind, never mind. Nah, I'm, about, I'm, about, I'm about to put some of my business out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a cool off. I'm a cool off, man. Let's get into this NBA, man. <laughs> we could go down, all day, man. Down, down with the super team. Down with the super teams. Down with the super teams, man. Hey, Nets going to Cancun. I'm happy about it, but I don't think no one on Earth right now is more happier than my fellow compadre, my fellow brethren, uh, N of Ray. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and feel free to block out your last name if you don't nobody knowing your your, your, oh, your so government man, name. Uh, shout out to Steos. Treats know me. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the mayor. I forgot. 
Uh, so, hey, I'm going to pass it on to you, uh, Mayor. I- I'm giving you the floor because this is something that you've been boiling about since this this whole Nets team got started. So here you go, man. You got the floor on this one, man. Where, where's my camera? Where's my camera? <laughs> Doing a Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> put, put, put the camera on me. Bro, as bad and as dramatic as we thought the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets would be predicted it would be, it was worse, bro. It was worse. Okay, and it couldn't have happened to a better, a more deserving team. You trade away all your depth for James Harden. Okay. Then you trade Harden. You try to get back some of that depth. And all these clowns are talking about, yeah, Brooklyn won the trade. Brooklyn really won the trade. They got over on them. Yeah, the, the, uh, uh, the Philly, they're going to regret this. And I was saying back then, I don't know about that. I think Philly might have came out on top. And, and not to say Philly's in a great spot, because we're going to get on them later, but at least James Harden is playing, okay? At least James Harden is playing. So they trade Harden to try to get some of that depth back. Who do you get back? You get back the corpse of, of, uh, of Andre Drummond. You get Seth Curry, who is a decent player, but let's be honest, they ain't drawing up no plays for him. The ball will end up in his hands on accident, and he'll he'll pull off a great a great move. He'll drive to the basket, throw a lob to Bruce Brown, shoot a three, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. Seth Curry is a good, decent, competent player, and then and then I don't see the ball in his hands no more for like two quarters. How many times have I said? <laughs> Or me or you or any NBA fan has said, man, I forgot Steph Curry was on his team. <laughs> or Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. It's, He's it's been like, on so many teams, man. So, so you get you get you get the you get the corpse of Andre Drummond. You get a decent Steph Curry who everyone's kind of on the on the coaching staff is kind of ignoring and now drawing up plays for. Oh, and you get Ben Simmons who everyone say, oh, this is gonna be perfect. This is gonna be perfect. He's gonna fit in so well. And he ain't played a game. Yeah, and I knew the minute they went down 01 or 02, we're gonna start hearing talks about them trotting Ben Simmons out there. And I said, I said, as soon as we hear it, yo, it's not it's not gonna happen. You can't you can't just put a guy out there like in a in an intense playoff series when he ain't played in what 10, 11 months? Yeah. Remember how remember how fun the Brooklyn Nets used to be with D'Angelo Russell and Jared Allen and Karis Levert? And, and Dinwiddie with Kenny Atkinson as as their coach, bro. That was just three years ago. And look and look at them now. Look at them now. And this is what Katie wanted. This is what you wanted to play with your fellow, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, antipathetic toward the uh, uh, media, mercurial, anti-media bestie Kyrie Irving, and not be coached and pick certain roster spots. And one of the first decisions you made was to sign the corpse of DeAndre Jordan. And I knew then I'm like, yo, this ain't gonna work. It's like he they, they're trying to they're trying to create a very player friendly culture on the franchise, and it's just not working. That's not how franchise championship franchises just aren't built that way. And I got into a debate in my barbershop, Rodney. You would love my barbershop, by the way, Rodney. And because I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, if the Brooklyn Nets win this series, it'll be bad for basketball. And some people got what I meant and some people didn't. And when I explained it to them, they were like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's like you can't just slap together talent and be like, "Okay, now go out there and win a championship. 
You can't do that. They did not have enough time to jail. And then you got Kyrie Over- Irving, Q Silky Johnson, very insulting what you said about your coach. <laughs> it's like you in interviews talking about something, but well, we don't really have a coach. We don't really need a coach. It's going to be nice where I'm the coach. It's going to be nice where KD is the coach. What? what why, would, why, would, why would you say that? Well, why would you say something so idiotic? And I don't want to hear no more Ramadan excuses either. Stop defending the indefensible. Oh, well, you know, he wasn't playing right because, you know, Ramadan. He, dude, Ramadan started April 1st, okay? The playoffs started April 15th. And Kyrie Irving dropped almost 40 in game one. So I don't want to hear no Ramadan excuses. Honestly, I think he quit. I think he quit. I think he didn't want to go back to Boston for a game five, six, and seven. Mm. <laughs> you know, and, and, and did you see, <laughs> I don't like this dude normally, but did you see what Nick Wright said? No, I didn't. I, I don't follow Nick Wright like that, but go ahead. He, he was basically like, he was like, you let KD put together most of the roster and then you hired a fan for a coach. And Steve Nash, it's like, forget the fact that he's not ever coached. He's never even been an assistant coach. Yeah, I've never me? understood that hire. We we all know what 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 that was about because it was called out back then. As as uh, you know, hey, he he and Steve Nash enjoys a certain level of privilege despite not having really proved himself. Same thing that's wrong with the NFL and their coaching situation. But that's a that's another conversation. Um. And then everyone except for Katie, Kyrie, and Ben are going to be free agents next summer or this summer. I'm sorry, this summer. This summer. So what do you do? Do you stand pat with what you got with two of the most unreliable stars in the league and Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving? Let's not forget Kyrie Irving stepped away for the January because of the January 6th riot. Then he stepped away again for some time because of some family issue that was never divulged. Not 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 that he owes us an explanation if something's going on with his family, but I just don't believe the guy when he says it was a family situation. I just don't believe him. You know, it's not. It's it's. It, and then this dude is so woke, but yes, so not self-aware. You gonna get in a post-game presser? Yeah, me, me, KD, and, and, and Joe Sy and Sean Marks. We gonna get together. We gonna figure this out, and I'm gonna come back, and, and we gonna do this, this, and that. After KD said, "Oh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not LeBron. I don't have a say in what goes on with the roster change." Then your partner in crime gonna get in front of a hot mic and be like, "Yeah, me, Kevin, and Joe, and Sean. We gonna get together. We gonna figure things out." So it's like when he said that, Roddy. I'm like, he still don't get it. He still don't get it. This is just all a big cool kids club to him. This is this Brooklyn is a place where me and KD can get together and play together and not be held accountable and not have our feet held to the fire. And if our feet do get held to the fire, we're going to we're going to call the media a bunch of puppets and and we're going to say they're pushing narratives and use all these other buzz terms and phrases when we want to be dismissive of people who are who are confronting us with inconvenient facts and truth. That's your man's. That's your man's. <laughs> it is not about talent alone. You know, oh, we got Ben. They poking out their chest after the, the James Harden, Ben Simmons trade. Oh, we got we got Ben Simmons. It's going to be great. And, and, and this dude is still, you know what I'm saying? Waffling on you. Not even waffling. Just just straight. Just, you know, hey, hey, I ain't going to play. And, and I'm going to sue the 76ers for $20 million that I have not earned. 
You know, he's sitting, he's sitting on the sidelines dressed like a Rugrats VHS tape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sticking out. Put put that dude on the end of the bench. Okay, so that he could be there, he could be on the floor, but put him on the end of the bench so we're not constantly talking about him. Oh, when is he going to return? Is he going to return game three? Is he going to return game four? No one good and well, he ain't returning. He is not returning. It is not about talent alone. The, bro, the flock book tells you that. In the flock book, before you appointed, brother, it said, Rodney, what does it say? It says, natural ability alone does not qualify a brother. Why does it exactly. say that? Because there are other intangible qualities that go into being a good shepherd. Exactly. Is, is this brother humble? Is he reasonable? Is he yielding? How does he solve differences with others? Is he a peacemaker? Is he prideful? You know what I'm saying? Is he always getting in, in, in the in the uh, uh, contentious uh, exchanges with people? Is he is he a student of the Bible? Does he? You know what I'm saying? Is he is he loving and approachable? There are other things that go into it other than talent. How many times have you have you known of a brother Rodney? You see him on the district level all the time giving talks. You see him on the circuit level all the time giving talks. But then when you kick it with some with a brother who goes to the congregation with the dude, you thinking like, oh, that's a that's a great brother, brother so and so go to your hall, right? And the brother can't stand him. He sucks. His his family sucks. They're arrogant. They don't know how he don't know how to give counsel of him. How many times has that happened, Rodney? Oh, oh, I, I've lost count. And you'd be like, well, what, really? Brother so-and-so? He seems so spiritual when he's on the platform. Talent alone is not going to cut it. And it's the same way with basketball. You sitting up here talking about we, we ain't going to have a coach. And then, he, he uh, right, you know he's going to expect that $250 million max deal this summer. So, that, so that's the other thing. Yeah. Cause, Cause they're not gonna just let him walk away after all this. You know why? I don't know. I was like, I would not give him that money. You know, Stephen A. Smith talking about, oh yeah, you know, he box off and he, he deserves a one, a $50 million one, one, one year deal. I don't even think he's worth that. Why? Because he hit a shot in the finals six years ago. <laughs> but they, but but they got no other choice because he's quote unquote so good. And this man has no trade value. Quiet as kept. Think, think back, Rodney. What did what did Boston give up to get Kyrie Irving? What did they give up? I'm they to gave up Isaiah Thomas, who had just had a oh yeah a Isaiah season. Thomas. Yep, 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 yeah, yeah. Right after who, his sister got killed. Yeah. yeah. Who who, nah. who who and who also had a season-ending injury, and they gave up Jay Crowder and a pick for mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, fresh off a championship. Teams weren't lining up to sign him up. Well, it's actually, think, it was actually a year after they won that championship. I'm so sorry, yeah, a year. A year, but, but not far removed from the championship. Yeah, not far, from, not far removed. But yet, yeah, teams were not lining up to sign him up. I wonder why. I wonder if word had got around the league that he was a locker room cancer and a distraction and not really down in. I wonder, Rodney. Do you hear about the reports about his final month with, with LeBron? No, I haven't. They weren't even speaking. They weren't even speaking. And that was a good team. They didn't even talk, bro. Mm. Brooklyn Nets, their stars are unreliable and their supporting cast is non-existent. Get it together. Figure it out. I mean, I don't know what you can really do at this point. Because players are already coming out 
uh, saying that they're gonna leave. Did you see what the uh, what uh, Andre Drummond said? No, I didn't hear. I didn't hear what he said. He out of there. He out of there. Did you hear I what Warren Project said? Oh, he didn't want to be there in the first place because they you was know. guard heavy. They were, yeah, they they got right. They guard heavy. You got and and undersized. Right. The team didn't make no sense. I mean, I didn't understand the Goran Dragic uh, signing. I didn't get that at all. Especially when you had Patty Mills, you know. Right. You know, and everybody talking about, oh, just wait till Joe Harris come back. Hey, come on, bro. Come on. We saw what Joe Harris did last year in, in the did playoff. You see, did Dude, you see what Bill? Up. Did you see what Bill Simmons uh, tweeted? No. Ben Simmons now targeting game seven or game eight. Details coming soon. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. stay tuned. And dude, this team, and bottom line, this team had no time to jail. Thanks in large part to Kyrie Irving. Who, 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 and that's, that's what, going back to the, him not being self-aware. You're going to get up in an interview. Yeah, well, you know, Boston, you know, they've had more time in jail and we ain't really had that. Huh, I wonder why, Kyrie. Could it have anything to do with the fact you took this stupid position against the vaccine and couldn't play? And y'all, you and Kevin Durant only got a chance to play 20 games this year? You're the reason James Harden left and won it out. Yeah. You, and they traded him to try to get their death back. I don't know what Seth Curry is. Seth Curry a free agent. Seth? I think, no, he's not a free agent. Seth is not a free agent. Because I think Philadelphia okay. had signed him to a nice little contract. Okay, okay. So he was he was somewhat of a signing trade. But yeah, yeah Andre Drummond out of there. You still don't know what you're gonna get out of Ben Simmons. I don't. I, I and, and I Rodney. I was because I'm thinking like, oh Boston, they they clicking at the right time. Not Boston, Brooklyn. They clicking at the right time. They got a good chance against uh, Boston. Boston was looking mighty mediocre. And Boston just, you know, past two years, they've been looking this way. And I'm just like, you know, I, I just, I admit, I'm not, I wasn't a believer in Boston. And I, I was so wrong. I was so and wrong. I'm proud, and, and I'm proud to be wrong about this. Proud. Well, me too. Me too. You know, I was, I, I was, I was, I was picking the Nets with caution. It wasn't a uh, convincing, oh, the Nets are going to just dominate. I said, with caution. Uh, I think it, I, th I still thought it was going to be a competitive series. I thought it was going to go seven, but man, I, I did not see sweet. Bro, watching them play, they had no offensive schemes whatsoever, bro. It, it was no. just like you, you would describe it, Rodney. All right, Kyrie, you take the ball. Let's see what you do. All right, Katie, yep. you take the ball now. You'll see what you do. And, and Boston was ready for him. Man, Boston, man, they were. They were beyond ready. Boston looks like a legit title contender. They do. They do. Something to be said about keeping keeping team good teams together and giving them time to jail and get better. I mean, think about it. That team almost made it to the finals without Kyrie back in 2018. Yep. Three years ago. Well, four years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, 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 you, mean, you, mean, you mean when they went to game seven that Kyrie didn't even show up for to support his team? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another another uh, stain on his resume. Another, uh, another moment in unreliability for, for Kyrie Irving. I, I'm going to touch on one more thing before we move on, man. And, and, and great job, 
Ian, I mean, this was amazing to listen to you. <laughs> rant about the Nets. This was I've been, this I've was, been ready all morning, man. I've yeah, been, I know you've been, been ready, man. That's why I handed I, that's why I gave you the floor, man. But uh I, I want to address one more thing, man, that this this man Kyrie Irving said in that press conference that really grind my gears, man. This man said, I felt like I was letting the team down at a point where I wasn't able to play. We were trying to exercise every option. What do you mean every option? You had an option. You had an option to stick yourself with that needle, with that vaccine. But you yeah, chose bro. not to. I heard that too. Every you option. You chose every not option, to. Every option except getting vaccinated. Which, by the way, bro, like, like... Has has all has the other ninety eight percent of the basketball players who got vaccinated have they dropped dead all of a sudden? Do they no? Do they did they did they grow a tail? Do they have some sort of debilitating condition? No. So so what's what what was that all about, bro? What was that all about? Get get off the conspiracy theory websites and, and, and start start living in reality, bro. The, the world the world has enough villains in it without us creating imaginary boogeymen and making villains out of scientists and the people who are actually putting in the work to make the world a better place with medicine. Just stop it, man. You know, you you, you got Q Silky Johnson again. <laughs> Kyrie Irving got bit by a hotep and got superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's it's hey, listen, Nets, um, you that whoa? Don't let don't let the playoff door hit you while you're walking out, man. Bro, it, it just gonna it's gonna Adios. turn out better. Lakers didn't even make the play in. Brooklyn gets swept in the first round. I'm loving this. I'm yeah. loving this. And and, and oh. by the way, the the playoffs do not need LeBron James. <laughs> the playoffs do not need KD. If you watch that game between Minnesota and Memphis last night. The NBA is is perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine without them. Bro, it's a whole new crop of stars, bro. You got, I mean, look, look at look at Jokic, look at Trey Young, look at Jason Tatum, look at Giannis. Look at who, by, look the, way, at who, who, by the way, is the real best player in the NBA. He is. He absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 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 look at Luka Doncic. Look at look at. You know, I, I don't know what Jamal Murray and, and Michael Porter Jr. are going to be when they when they come back, but you know they they they're on to the come up. Look, shoot, look at Jimmy Butler. It's a whole new crop of stars, man. Let's 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 get off this LeBron KD train, bro. It's over for them. It is over for them. It's over, man. It is. It is. Embiid, <laughs> Zach Levine. You know, it's like all these all these stars Evan and like. Booker. Devin Booker, right? Ho- hopefully, he comes back soon. He should be, you know. And look, <laughs> quiet as kept. Jordan Poole, like, like, yeah. there's so much talent in the league right now, bro. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, um, you know, well, you know, play playoffs don't got LeBron and don't got Kate. Man, who cares about man, that? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, so let's transition to this next. Uh, touching on, we touched on the Nets. Now we're going to touch on the Sixers, man, because 
hey man well <laughs> this would be even worse too if, if if the sixers don't make it past the first round man this might be the biggest failed trade in nba history the, hey rodney like like Jalen rose said the surgery was a success but the patient <laughs> still died Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. I don't want to speak too soon, but it looked like the Raptors then figured it out. It do. It do. And and B, his shooting hand, his shooting hand is not a hundred percent. Looks like he sounds like he's gonna have to get surgery. Yeah. And then James Harden got this mysterious hamstring injury that then came back. First of all, dude, James Harden. <laughs> have you ever heard of stretching? <laughs> I mean, just stretch, dude. Before games, stretch. Do something to to help. He's the most. His body is so. It breaks down so easy towards the end of the season. He's getting that that Chris Paul syndrome. As soon as he gets to the playoffs, he's got an injury that's hampering him from playing well. And, and, and yeah. it's like he looks non-existent again in the playoffs. <laughs> You're turning into Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the camouflage uh, meme that Philadelphia fans put up? Nah. So he pulled up. James Harden pulled up in a camouflage suit. And Sixers fans went in on him. Pretty much saying <laughs> the suit is fitting because we can't see him in the playoffs. Oh, wow. They are going in. They going in on James Harden already. They are now, going. And, and, and this is due. If 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 the Toronto Raptors win this series, I don't think Doc Rivers should ever coach again. Yeah, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think he should be fired now for letting him come back and win those two. He's and got two. <laughs> Yo, and he's they're got, going back. Bro, and they going back to Toronto where Thibault can't even play? Dude, he got three series on his record, on his resume, where he's blown 3-1 leads. Now you Do got we, to we actually, 0-3? Dude, he, it would be the first 0-3 in history. That's crazy. It would be the first 0-3 comeback. It's happened Anything? in baseball, but it has not happened in basketball yet. But I believe it can happen with this team. Hey, with Kev, according to Kevin Garnett, anything can happen. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's like, and then you factor in the fact that Dible can't play. Another, another COVID idiot, the anti-vaccine yep. idiot. Yep. What is Just... wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy, but uh, hey, I think Toronto's gonna win Game Six, and then Game Seven, anything can happen, man. Anything, bro. That's anything. gonna be the that's gonna be the biggest game of 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 Doc Rivers' career, right there. And, and, and the shameful part, Rodney, is that the Raptors ain't even at full strength. And that's yeah, that's the bad part. Barnes is not even a hundred percent. He playing on one leg. One leg. Van Fleet set, set did he set a game out? I think I think Van Fleet sent it set one game out. I don't know if he's gonna play game six, but they playing well without Van Fleet. Crazy. Crazy. So, so yeah, the Sixers are in trouble, man. They in trouble. Uh <laughs> looks like the Bulls are about to take a take one to the chin tonight. 
Uh, shout out to the Bulls for having a, a better season than a lot of people thought. Um, but I just got a question for you, Ian. Uh-huh. Do you think Zach Levine is worth a max contract? No, no. I've been we've been over this with Jordan. Remember when Jordan said that that Zach Levine was better than Kevin Booker? Oh, that's not aging well. Um, no, he's not. He's not worth a max. The De- Rosen is worth a max. Yeah, but they already paid him, so uh, Zach is up to bat. Mm-hmm. And and on top of that, he's with Clutch Sports. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't bode well for his future with Chicago. Um, no, he he's not. He doesn't deserve the max. He deserves something a little bit up under it. Maybe maybe you know I don't know ten million up under the max. Or something, but yo, we we need to get a center. I'm looking at all these other centers balling out of control, and I'm looking at Vucevic like, man, we need to get we need to go after Claxton or somebody, man. I love Claxton. I thought I I I, I hope I would love to have Claxton on this team. He's he hustles, yeah, his free throws suck, but the man plays great defense. He hustles, he gets rebounds. He he would definitely be perfect. And the Bulls need a, Bulls need some more three point shooting, man. Their three point shooting is trash. Yeah, yeah. They, they they need they need they need another big and some three point shooting. They can get that going. They'll be they'll be you know good to go going into next season. And if Zach you know submits to the Bulls' wishes of signing a little bit under the max, then I'm fine with that. And and, and how the Bulls run it back. But you know who we need? <laughs> Kobe got to go too. But go ahead. Yeah, he does have to go. Uh, he's there. Wait. You know who we need? Bobby Portis. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had. I wish we still had Bobby Portis. <laughs> he been man. Bobby Portis out there looking like Chris Middleton. Man, bro. That's that man having a, that man having a career playoff series against the Bulls. Yeah, but he ain't, he ain't coming back to us, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> No, not after what he went through here. Um, I liked Bobby, Bobby Portis when he was here. I actually met him at, at Harold's. Word? When, uh, the, the, the same year he got drafted by the Bulls. Oh, snap. Super chill dude, man. Super chill. He was in there with his family, you know, hanging out. Uh, it used to be a Harold's on, on Halstead. They moved that Harold's over to Madison. They didn't made it. They didn't turned it out, man, and made it all, like... <laughs> mandolins and violins. Where? So oh, the man, they like, yuppified, they yuppified, they yuppified heralds. Yeah, they up, yeah, West Loop and damaged heralds, man. Oh, no. Nah. Commercialized heralds. So, but when it was underground over there on the, on, on the little, little corner over there, I walk in there, I'm like, oh, that's Bobby Portis. I ain't go up to him or nothing like that because he was just talking trash with the people that worked there and everything. But like I say, he, he was super laid back, you know. And uh, he ain't played a game yet with the Bulls, so I was like, it wasn't. I wasn't about to sweat the dude, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was before the. It was before his rookie season had got started. He had just got drafted. This is like two weeks later. So, yeah. But but anyway, enough of that. Um, I'm looking at this west of this Western Conference, man. Did you did you see that game last night, man? Minnesota, Memphis, bro. That has been the series of the first round, bro. Like, 
It's all it's like photo finishes for all the games, man. Well, man. except for except for what was it? Game two? Yeah, yeah, game two was a blowout. But oh. the rest of these games have been fire, man. And I, I knew it would be good, but I didn't know it would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was gonna be this good. And I'm loving all the drama that's coming with it. You got Carl Anthony Towns' dad. You got John ja Moran's dad talking trash to each other on live TV, sounding like Ian's barbershop. Like it, it was, <laughs> this has been an amazing series to watch, man. It, it, it has. And dude, Anthony Edwards and, and John ja Morant, dude, this could turn into a nice little rivalry. I I like these two going at it, you know. Me and too, I like man. the fact I like the fact that it came down to both of them making key baskets to try to win the team win the game for a team and did you see that dunk that poster bro, bro. and ja and ja had the right attitude afterwards because they were asking him about it and he was like yo relax it was on a guard you know what i mean yeah it was on a guard and he was coming in for a full offensive foul which those are always like you know I'll, i'm a, i'm a bigger fan of the chest to chest dunks more than yeah. except on the Aside from the, the uh, Jordan um, overnight, but other than that, man, like, yeah, I like the chest to chest dunks when they just force it in. Like, you gonna feel every piece of this dunk. Yeah, you getting all this poster. You getting all of this poster. So, yeah, but man, this has been a great series. Uh, do you think Minnesota can force a game seven? Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I think it's I gonna want go, it to go seven. seven. <laughs> I want this thing to go seven. I, I think it's too. gonna go seven, bro. And the winner of this place, who I get, I'm assuming Golden State, Denver. It looks like Golden State's gonna wrap it up tonight. Okay, they'll probably wrap it up tonight. You know, uh, Nuggets had to go down swinging, which is which is cool. Um, Jokic is still the MVP. I don't care what anybody say. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, I think um, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he got hurt in Game Four. Now they're saying he's clear to play game uh, six. Well, actually, it, he got hurt in game five. He's clear to play in game six, I think. Tonight, I just I think I just saw something saying that he might play in game six. So, is it over for the Jazz? It's been over for the Jazz. They just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. It's something, it's something funky with the Jazz. When I watch them play, I kind of get Brooklyn vibes a little bit. Like... Like it's two people on the court that matter, and everybody else is just kind of an afterthought. And then Jordan, then you got Jordan Clarkson that don't he he never seen a shot he didn't like. Yeah, and they don't defend the three point line. No, I really felt like Joe Ingles was the glue to that team, and when he went down with yeah. ACL, that team's whole like demeanor changed they they went from and i think that's the most underrated thing that nobody's talking about i feel like you know Eagles was a Eagles was balling for, for utah he's that signature like blue-eyed soul player that you utah fans love and he was keeping that team together in the locker room he was keeping that team together on the court and ever since he went down man they have not been the same yeah, and I hate to say it because I, I I was kind of low key rooting for the Jazz. You know, they they draft well. You know, they make good decisions. 
they you know they kind of in a flyover city and everything it's not it's not a, a destination spot and i get that but they they stay relevant they draft well they got a good coach they were they were extremely smart for letting gordon hayward walk because right when he wa walked away that's when we saw the ascension of uh, donovan mitchell and it yeah. was like okay they got something here you know yeah. and we see what happened with gordon hayward I, I said years ago he was a glass man yeah uh but yeah man yeah he he's uh yeah and and, and what's next for utah man if this is all because i'm hearing a lot of chatter about oh the bulls should go after rudy gobert or oh, the bulls should trade zach levine for spider like what's your thoughts on that I mean, all that sounds good. Like, I mean, I would I would take Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell over over Vucevic or Levine at this point. Like, I don't know, cause like Donovan with Donovan Donovan Mitchell's not a great defender at all. Um, so you know, I don't know. We 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 Dallas yeah. has figured that out too. Like, they are exploiting uh, Donovan Mitchell. Like, Bronson's been running circles around him. Doncic is just being disrespectful. Like this, Dallas is not scared of this team at all, and I, I, I'm gonna be happy for Doncic because he's finally gonna get out the first round. Um, hey man, yeah, the, the Jazz—they got a lot of work to do over the offseason. They got some things to figure out, man. Because I don't—I think this team has reached its ceiling. I don't think it could go past this. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. You know, and it's like. Let's see, who would they play next? They would play... They would have to play the winner of Phoenix Pelicans. Okay. Which is looking like they probably going to end up having to play Phoenix. But, you know, we'll Don't see. sleep on the Pelicans, though, man. I ain't sleeping on the Pelicans. I ain't saying, you know... Uh, yeah, but, but if... Yeah. Yeah, they... they I don't know, man. The, the Phoenix better... Phoenix better get their act together, man. Don't, don't let these dudes hang around. Because the Pelicans got the ability to beat them in seven if they wanted to. Um, but yeah, dude. Like, yeah, if Dallas played Phoenix, hey, man, I don't know. <laughs> I think Dallas can give Phoenix some go. Dallas, if Dallas plays Phoenix, I don't know about that. It all, it all depends on if Booker comes back. If Booker don't come back, I think I'm giving Dallas a shot, man. The only problem that Dallas is going to have is with Aiden because they don't really have nobody down low that can really uh, handle him. This is Powell, but you don't want him getting in foul trouble early. Yeah, and they got a lot of, I don't know, like they, low-key, Phoenix got some other shooters that they got to, they would have to worry about, like, like Cam Johnson, like Mikael Bridges, like Jay Crowder. Yeah. That can shoot the three well, you know. Um You know, so uh I don't know. I don't know if I'm taking Dallas over Phoenix. I, I ain't ready to go there just yet. Well, well yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that once we get to our second round picks. But um I want to know if you agree with this next uh, topic, man. I, I don't, I'm sure you saw it already. For those who aren't not familiar, John ja Morant won the most improved player of the year award which it shocked me personally um but here's here's what Draymond Green had to say about it. And, and I quote 
the award is called the most improved not who had the best year that's the mvp a lot of times we get it confused no disrespect to ja morant but ja is an mvp candidate ja morant isn't the most improved player he was blanking incredible last year when you look around the most improvement has been jordan Poole, and that goes without saying he is the most improved so uh What's your take on Draymond Green's comments in regards to John Morant winning the MIP award? I agree 100%. Jordan Poole was my pick for, for most improved player. I'm, I was like, how is it not him? Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah. It, the fine, I mean, like, honestly, yeah. and shout out to John Morant for gifting his MIP award to Desmond Bain because real talk, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, yes. Was a better, would have been a better candidate. Yeah. I mean, that speaks to the trajectory of the Grizzlies where you got two legit most improved player awards on the same team or winners on the same team. But yeah, it could have. I mean, job was already a beast. And I, and I think it was a consolation prize because they knew they weren't going to give him the MVP. I, I think I think the case for Jokic or Embiid is pretty impeachable. So I think it's going to one of those two. But Ja has such a you know, electrifying season. They wanted to give they wanted to give him something. And I think that's all that was. But yeah, real talk, Desmond Bain would have been a better, uh more to me, a more qualified winner. But Jordan Poole is is absolutely the to in my opinion. It's like, come on, bro. We didn't even know his name last year. No, we didn't. We did And now he's looking he's looking like the third splash brother. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I felt like Jordan Poole should have got it. I mean, he came right in the gate. Before Clay even got healthy and came back, he was the second option on scoring. He was the second yeah. option. And, and and there was times where 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 uh you know Steph Curry wasn't playing and Jordan Poole was coming out there putting up 30, putting up 40. Like, how is this man not the most improved player? Like, I don't get it. Um so I was shocked when I heard John Morant won it. Me too. I was like, what? I mean, I like John and everything, but come on. Man, but you know what would be great? What? If the Grizzlies and the Warriors go at it in the second round and Ja go directly at uh, Poole and Poole goes directly at Ja. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. I can't wait. I can't wait. That second round going to be nice, man. That's, that's going to be a nice matchup if... If Memphis, if Memphis gets to the second round, we'll see. Uh, well, the first round has delivered so much, though. The first round was oh, lit, man. man. The first round. This has been a great start to the NBA playoffs. And like I said, no one misses the, the LeBron. Nobody's going to miss none of these dudes, man. Let, yeah, he's an afterthought, man. He is an afterthought, man. Yeah, yeah. Do like, hey, just, just accept that invitation from Charles Barkley, man. Just come on down to TNT Studio, man. Just <laughs> hang out with the... <laughs> Going down to Atlanta and hang out, with, and hang out with the NBA yeah, yeah. crew, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just come on down there, man, and you'll be all right, man. Last but not least, before we get into our second segment, I, w- I wanted to tap on this just briefly. Uh, did you hear Jerry West is uh, suing HBO yeah, over winning time? Yeah, I heard about it. I heard he was all angry about it and whatever. But it's well, like, bro, you a part. Apparently, they he doesn't like the way that they portrayed him as they, they say they portrayed his role as a Lakers executive as frequently fueled by anger and alcohol. 
and that he wasn't <laughs> on board with drafting Magic Johnson. Okay. So he's suing them? Yeah, he's saying he's saying that's you know, it's false. Everything bro, that was mentioned about him in winning time was false. Bro, and it's a it's 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 a movie. And not a character. It's a TV series. Get over it. You're a public figure. They can portray you however they want to portray you. Like I, I, I have not seen Winning Time. Um, I you know what I mean. So I don't really know what his portrayal was like. But like I'm, I'm reading all these Jerry West quotes. I'm going to take this to the Supreme Court if I have to. Why? Why? Because, because see, right now you're acting like the character that they portrayed in the show. If right. if the character that they portrayed in the show That's was impulsive, was impulsive, and and uh, you know litigious and uh, you know spiteful and whatnot, dude, you're proving them right. You are proving them right. So may, maybe it wasn't that far off from the truth. You gonna um, take it to the Supreme Court? Imagine imagine the the level of privilege you got to have to say something like that over a show. <laughs> That's portraying stuff from 45 years ago. Right. Well, you probably don't remember what you were like back then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh HBO is not denying uh that it's uh taking dramatic license with the show. They said uh winning time is a fictional dramatization of real life events. Winning time is not a documentary and has not been presented as such. However, the series and its depictions are based on extensive factual research and reliable sourcing and HBO stands resolutely behind our talented creators and cast who have been have who have brought a dramatization of this epic chapter in basketball history to the screen. So HBO standing his ground, man. They ain't, they ain't bagging down. I mean, HBO is a juggernaut, right? You know what I mean, you, you're throwing rocks at mountains at this point, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't care. And it's like, bro, it's already been filmed. It's, it's, it's a, it's what a mini series, right? Yeah, it's a mini series. Yeah. So they're not about to course correct it now, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know how long this series is gonna go on. It might be a one season thing. It might be a two season thing, and then wrap it up. But come on, man. Yeah, I, I was slightly interested in watching it, but it's like. But at the same time, I'm just like, ah, this, this is more pro Lakers propaganda. I don't know if I want to support this. We're going to give everybody a show now that the Lakers suck. It's like, now we're going <laughs> to give everybody a show where, like, like we, 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 we build up Dr. Jerry Buss as this, this grand mind and this basketball god, and, you know, and show all the stuff Magic had to overcome. It's like, ah, come on, man. Like, I actually, I actually heard it's pretty good. I from you know, cutting hair at the, at the shops, uh, and some of the things that I've heard from the documentary, uh, it, it, I heard it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty. I believe it's I heard good. it's pretty I mean, funny too. It's it's more comical. They say it's more comical than anything. It's not like this. It's not like this series that's taking itself too seriously. It's just it's kind of like an over exaggeration of the Lakers, you know, stardom back then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I I expect it to be good because it's it's HBO Max. They they usually do quality content, you know. Um, yeah, it's not apologetic from what I heard too. I couldn't help, <laughs> you know. What I mean, I couldn't help but think like, what if they had given the '90s Bulls the same treatment? 
<laughs> oh, Pippin. Pippin to write another book. <laughs> they should do that, bro. They should do that. Pippin, Pippin to write another book. Yeah, he'll, he'll write another book. Big time. But but they probably not going to do. They probably was like they probably did it just because of the last dance. It was like, okay, we need to tell the Lakers story. Like yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, how the that's how like, the Lakers are. That's how the Lakers are. Yeah. They uh, with lies on their resume about how many championships they won. Like yo, you ain't win no seventeen championships. You won twelve. The other five were won in Minneapolis, and the other one was at what was it an ABL championship? Like right. stop lying. Right. <laughs> you know. On, Stop lying, Lakers. Why are you always lying? Seventeen champion. Y'all ain't won. Y'all have won twelve. Like, like, stop it. I wouldn't be surprised if we see another. You know what I think would come out and challenge to the Lakers, Boston. Because oh, absolutely. You know they're gonna do something dedicated to Larry Bird because they're gonna see how Larry Bird is portrayed in Winning Time. They're gonna be like, no, that ain't accurate. So we're gonna we're gonna do our own series. So yeah, it is what it is. It's time for a commercial break, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's take one. Traveling can be tough, especially if you find it hard to sleep in a strange room. You've tried white noise machines, but they just don't work. That's why Sharper Image created the iSleep Pro. The iSleep Pro not only has a setting for white noise, but also one for black noise. Now you can hear the soothing sounds you're used to. Sounds like muffled Tyler Perry sitcoms. What if it comes in? What if it comes in? I wish that fool would come in here. An old lady complaining about foot problems through the wall. Oh, Lord Jesus. I can't even walk on it no more. Base. <laughs> Domestic arguments. I told you, I don't know, Ronnie. You lie. And the movie Friday. You think he's playing with you? Man, that fool ain't gonna do nothing. So you can get the rest you need and be ready to take on the world. I Sleep Pro. Get the sleep you need. All right, we back. Oh, right, oh one, more thing, one more thing I forgot. Shout out to Sister Williams letting me dig in her crates for the for the intro song <laughs> on this show. For sure, for sure. Shout out to Sister Williams. Man, uh, we just had to pay a seat. Yeah. <laughs> up, man? Well, she had to discontinue one of her studies, man, recently. And oh, the study wasn't too happy about it. Oh, snap. I was like, hey, Basically. you want no, no progress, you know? Like... Mm. Hey man, Sister Williams, you know, she gotta keep it moving, man. She can't just be she she can't just be, you know, stuck with these people that's in, in cruise control. You know, she needs people that's gonna make progress, you know. Sister especially Williams after Yeah, especially after so much time, you still smoking the reefers and the and the, and yeah. the methadone. Yeah. You know, she ain't going for that. No. Coming to the coming to the study smelling like weed. She like, you wait know? a minute. We in we in chapter three of the the enjoy life book wilding out wilding out on social media and, and whatnot you know williams <laughs> got time for that oh she she got other things to do man she got other things to do but man we gonna get into this next segment man overrated underrated we gonna get into espn and, and tnt nba commentators man it's gonna be the topic of discussion man i actually compiled a list of some and uh i don't know if you nice. got a list of some 
but I mean, I just hit whatever ones you, you might have missed. Okay, okay. So uh, I broke them down by play-by-play guy and then also game analyst. Are we include side analysts too? Like side reporters? Oh, we can. We can. I'll throw that in. I'll throw that in off the top of the head, though, because I ain't got nothing written down. So I'm going to start off with ESPN's list of uh, play-by-play guys. <laughs> I think and, I know uh, how to go. Uh, so we're going to go with Mike Breen first, the main, the main, the lead play-by-play guy. Mike Breen, overrated or underrated? He, he's properly rated. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's uh, properly rated too. I mean, Mike Breen's been around since the NBA on NBC days. Right. Wasn't he the one that was like, um, was he the one who was like, when, when Kyrie refused to take the shot, was he the one who was like, I wonder what, what what they mean when they say doing your own research, what that looks like. Are you, do you have a chalkboard? Do you, are you have beakers? <laughs> like, was that Mike Breen? I don't know if that was Mike Breen, but yeah, uh, it could. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, you know, Mike Breen, one of those dudes that be at the barbecues. So I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw a um, interesting interview with him a couple of years back at the beginning of the pandemic, and um, he, he he talked about what how he came up with 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 the bang call, and uh, he said he was doing a college game, you know, back when he was, and he said it, and when he said it, it was kind of like he's like, oh man, I got something here because when he say when, he says when he say it, it allows the person that's watching to feel the moment of the crowd is not, is me getting out of the way of the fans running on the court. Hmm. And instead of, oh, he went, oh, you know, going crazy. He hits, he hits, oh my God. You know, and it's like, you're already going crazy in the house. If a big shot is hit, the, the, the stadium is going crazy. You know, they're, 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 uh, you know them being so loud over your microphone we're not gonna be able to hear you say anything anyway so him saying bang is his way of getting out the way of the fans i was like man that's that's pretty dope that's a pretty dope like uh definition of why he he uh came up with that call nice nice that is smart yeah all right so uh up next um we got mark john we got mark uh jackson for the game analyst man i, I think y'all already know where you're going here <laughs> overrated i hate mark jackson great coach definitely was able to whip the warriors into shape but he sucks as an analyst lebron james is the most underrated player in the league I mean, Nick, I mean, man, shut up bro like he's the most overrated person ever like like shut up He's always man, making like these, down, man down. These Captain Obvious statements he'd be making, like he dropping, like, like I'll be like, man, you trying to kick knowledge or something? Like, what are you trying to do? He the Phil Sims of the NBA. <laughs> they're about to line up and kick a field goal. Let's see what <laughs> happens. Of course, we see what they're doing. Phil, <laughs> tell us something we don't know. Patrick Beverly is a pest of a defender. We know. We know, Mark. It's like, like we, we, yeah, it's just shut up, dude. dude. Like, just. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going overrated on Mark Jackson. I'm not a big fan of Mark Jackson. I'd rather see him coaching somewhere, but I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of 
Mark. Jeff Van Gundy. He's underrated. He's underrated in my opinion. I'm, I'm the unpopular opinion, but, but but I think he's a little underrated. I'm not a Jeff Van Gundy fan. He always trying to make up some new rule that that you know the NBA is not gonna enforce. Now I give him credit like for him. the flopping thing. You know he was pushing the whole the NBA need to do something about flopping, and they did, which I'm I'm happy about. But man, he keeps coming up with these new like Pharisaic rules that don't make sense. That you know the NBA ain't gonna. <laughs> it's like, man, just 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 call the game, bro. I like him. I like him. Underrated. <laughs> I'm going overrated. Hubie Brown. Hubie Brown. I don't really have an opinion on Hubie Brown, so I guess I'll go properly rated. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go underrated but boring. And the reason why I say underrated is because the way he breaks down basketball during the game it's very educational but it's boring at the same time like you're learning something new when Hubie Brown is is, is, is calling a game but it's just boring it's it, it, I do like when he does this though like when when somebody does like a, a awesome move to the basket he'll be like come on you see see how he slowly crossed over went to the other leg and then he goes up and then he dunks it now that's that's scientific basketball right there fellas and it's like oh that was, that was nice Hubie, you getting a little excited you know what Hubie? it's okay if you retire it's okay we won't miss you we won't miss he you. reminds me of an older version of another person i wonder if you're going to bring him up uh let's see richard jefferson oh overrated overrated oh, unqualified no. Rated, overrated, and unqualified. Get him off. Get him off the airwaves get him now. Off my TV. Get get him out of here, man. I can't stand Richard Jefferson. Get him off. I, mean, I hate his today. I hate his, take. I hate his takes. I hate his voice. I hate his face. <laughs> get him out of here, man. Get him out of here. Overrated. Terrible. Doris Burke. Underrated. I love Doris Burke, man. I love her take on basketball. Underrated. Yeah, she's like she's like the female Bob Costas, man. Like, I love the way she breaks down basketball. Indeed. Yep. She she's not demonstrative. She doesn't she doesn't have obvious favorites that she's, you know what I'm saying, pushing a narrative for. And I like that about her. Yeah, she's an all-star. Absolutely. <laughs> she invited to the cookout. Yeah, yeah, she can come. She can come. She can eat all the barbecue she wants. All the potato salad. She can she can have that. Um some of the some of the some of these are maybe not as known ESPN analysts. I don't know if you got them on your list, but these are play by play guys. They got Ryan Rucco. Ryan Rucco's cool. I don't I don't mind him. I don't mind Ryan Rucco. I think he's I think he's properly rated. Uh Dave Posh. I don't even know who that is. Dave Posh is up and coming. He he he's decent. He's decent. I like his calls when the games are close, but he when the games are like, you know, blowouts or whatever, he doesn't do anything to keep you engaged. Um 
Beth Mowens. Now, uh, she calls, she sparingly calls NBA games, but she mostly calls WNBA games too. She's like wow. their main person in WNBA. But uh, okay, she's good. Know her. I'm okay. gonna go underrated on her. She's good, man. I, I think the, I think the NBA uses her in the first round for like the low, like red, like it's Heat, Heat Hawks, you know those you know minors that minority series is nobody's gonna watch you know they usually have her on those uh anybody that i missed that got you got on your espn side no i i went in a completely di different direction rodney i um uh <laughs> i i went with like people with like i went with sideline commentators too but ma mainly people with with shows oh you okay if tv okay. commentary uh, well, let's Colin go. Cowher. Let's go. Uh, I, I'm. I, I. I think he's overrated, man. I'm not a big Colin Cowherd fan. You know what? I think he's properly rated. I, I. He'll. 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 He'll run with a story or a narrative that, like, I'll be completely down on. Like, yo, why? Why is he trying to push this? But then, like, every time I'm like, man, I'm done with Colin Cowherd. He'll. He'll say something brilliant. And give a, a great read on a situation or on a team or on a player. Where I'm like, okay, I guess this guy knows what he's talking about. Plus, his co-host is Joy Taylor, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> she's an all-star. You know, definitely all-star. I'm like, I've only had a brother Santa moment. Don't, don't don't get fired. Don't get fired. I was pausing the show. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I didn't even know she was on there. Yeah, I don't that shows you I don't even watch Colin. I did see I did I loved his take on the Bears last year though. That was an epic rant. I don't know if you saw it. But his <laughs> I, I think rant, I did. I think I did. See his it. rant on the Bears was spot on, dude. I, I, see, that's I, what I almost I like gave him in a standing ovation. That's what I like about him. It's like He'll toe the line with like he'll toe the company line with all the other like nonsense that we hear sports commentators say. But then he'll come with something brilliant like that. And I'm like, yo, like I, this dude, this dude kind of knows what he's talking about. All right, yeah. I can't, I can't, we can't do any list without these next two people, Rodney. All right, let's go. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. This is. I'm gonna go properly rated, man. Only because I'm gonna go properly rated because Steven ain't going nowhere, man. Steven's gonna come, he's gonna be in your face. Steven, he, first of all, I, I don't like him during football season, number one, because all he wants to talk about is the Cowboys. Um, but I love him during basketball season, and, and so yeah, I, I, I'm have to go properly rated on him. I'm with you, I'm right there with you, properly rated. Um, cause his, his rants are still spectacular. I love epic, his rants. Epic. His, his, his but rant but on the Knicks this year. <laughs> epic. And his numerous Ben Simmons and, and Nets rants, oh, um, yeah. you know, and Kyrie rants like, like, yeah, yeah. He's still, he's still good for that. Like, I know, I know his picks up, but you yeah, know, his picks up off. but yeah, he's good for rants. All right. Next up, Skip Bayless. Um, I'm going to go overrated um, i'm gonna go underrated i know I'm, he's I, unpopular opinion but skip bayless be knowing what he's talking about most he do. of the time he do most of the time not all the time but i would say like 70 percent of the time 
Next one. I I, I got a few I'm more. A, to get I'm to. a football fan, so that's why I'm I'm like low. I, I hate Skip's football takes, but go ahead. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is becoming underrated. Yeah, I don't at know first how you I didn't him. like him. <laughs> I did, at first, I did not like him. I I admit, if the reason why I didn't like him because he was on there trying to attack everybody about LeBron being a goat and everything. But once all of that conversation kind of died down and he started realizing he was fighting a losing battle, he's become so much better. Agree, agree. Yeah, he, he's. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go slightly underrated with Kendrick. Uh, he's he's still not he's still not the go-to person, you know, for me when it comes to that for for commentary. But he he's tolerable. Yeah, um, I like I like Kendrick. I like him. Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe is is decent. Zach Lowe is decent. He's boring, but he's decent. Zach Lowe is mad underrated. He is mad underrated. He's just so boring to me. My brother put me on a Zach Lowe about twelve years ago and his commentary and he reminds me of a younger version of Hubie Brown mm. except he breaks it down a little more and I don't think he's had an off take yet mm. and all the time I've been following him in his commentary and, and his analyzing the game I don't think he's had an off take yet and he do he is a basketball nerd okay like oh yeah he loves some basketball like Zach Lowe is a, he he knows his stuff man and he he's 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 educated. He does his research. He doesn't he doesn't shoot off these hot takes. If he says something that sounds like a hot take, it's because he's done tons of research behind it. Zach, I think Zach Lowe is mad underrated. Um, Bill Simmons. Um, Bill Simmons is properly rated. Okay, I'm gonna I'm go I'm gonna go slightly underrated. He talks about the Celtics a little too much. That's the only <laughs> reason why I got him at, in the middle. You know, but I mean, hey, he from Boston. I get it. That's his team. If I had his platform, I, I would, I would, I would be making mad Bulls references that nobody else would probably get. You know, exactly. I mean, we um, do that here. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Nick Friedle. <sighs> Nick Friedle. Ugh, I didn't like him. I didn't even like him when he was with Chicago. So I, I'm going overrated. The Bulls see the Bulls. I don't know if they're going. He sound. Oh, yeah. Next, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go properly rated. I, I think yeah. he's he's respectable. I've definitely seen worse. I mean, we've talked about worse just now. You know. Yeah, I know. Well, you can have him. I'm good. I like the way I like the way he he navigated that uh that convo with uh Westbrook. Uh, now that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, the the one where Westbrook challenged him. Yeah. I I didn't know that was Nick Predale. Okay. Yeah, that was right. that was good. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not 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 Westbrook. It was um, it was uh, uh Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I remember Nick Predale doing that. Yeah, I do remember that interview. Yeah, that was good. All right. Next up. Chene Ogumake. Underrated. Mad underrated. Underrated. Her knowledge of the game, uh, her energy that she brings to the show. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. And, and she knows what she's amazing. talking about. Yeah. And yeah, she knows what she's talking about, most of all. Um, <laughs> 
color. I'm just pulling them out real quick. Hold on. All right, go hey, ahead. Go ahead. Hey, hey, you got one for you got one with my name on yeah, it? Yeah, I got I got one. Yeah, I got a couple. I, I was yeah. about to say, and you can like you can melt butter on her legs. All right, next. <laughs> oh man. All right, man. Chanae, Chanae. Look at you. Like Andre 3000 said, I like I like like canary yellow accents on a dark chick. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh man. Yeah. I'm putting a date on this one, right? Like, address. <laughs> I know who you got coming up next, man. Go ahead, man. Uh, naturally, I, I, I doubt. I doubt you do. Um, Bomani Jones. Man, if Bojani, if Bomani Jones don't get that hair out of here, man, after you was bald most of your career, and you gonna put that little sew in in your head, man, get that out of here, dude. <laughs> get that out of here, bro. He got a sew in. You been bald your whole career, man. How all of a sudden you got hair? <laughs> trying to have that colder sack. Get out of here, bro. With that being said, I think he's underrated. <laughs> Indeed. I think he is mad underrated. Um, have you seen his show on HBO? I haven't watched the show yet. I do need to check it out, though. Yeah, because he he marries a lot of sports commentary with social commentary. And um, it's he's, he's got a it's, it's some very fresh takes. It's like he's able to articulate stuff in a way that I see it, but I'm not able to articulate it the same way. Mm-hmm. And he's he's he he be on point with stuff, man. And when I when you he's got a couple of clips on YouTube. You go through the YouTube comments, the amount of hate that this man gets is is just unfathomable. Like white people of a certain type hate him. That's because he tell it like it is, man. He don't sugarcoat nothing. I mean, they hate him. They they called him a race baiting pimp. I'm like, man, y'all y'all going old school with the racial insults. <laughs> I feel like this, man. Bo Bomani. Bomani to me was too much. I felt like he had to really tone it down on ESPN. I like him better on platforms outside of ESPN. Oh, absolutely. Where he can kind of, you know, he got a little bit more freedom. Yeah, exactly. Lastly, I, nah, I, I was going to say this one, but though this one in at the end, but I, she don't really do sports commentary no more. I was going to say Jamel Hill. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a big Jamil Hill fan. I started out a big Jamil Hill fan, but she kind of, you know, like I said, she don't really do sports commentary no more. So scratch no, that one. No, all right, that's no. all. I, that's all I had. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I, I, I'm gonna get to TNT real quick. I'm gonna just ramble out because I'm running out of time. But I'm gonna just ramble off just the more popular ones. Um, what you think of Kevin, Kevin Harlan, man? They made the, the guy that's replacing Marv Albert. Oh, I don't even know about him. I don't, I don't I haven't even seen enough of him. Oh man, you haven't? Like, dude, Kevin, oh, so, so Kevin Harlan is responsible for calls like, he sucked the air right out of the building after the whole, uh, What's his name? When, when when Trace McGrady dunked on Sean Bradley, uh, he's had a couple of uh, what's his name? Uh, LeBron James dunked on Garnett. He had a nice little call. He he's he's coming up. He's coming up. Um, 
Kevin's coming up. He's got he got some good ones, man. Look look up his best calls, man. You'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. I've I've heard that he's been around for a long time. Uh, I'm gonna go. What about Grant Hill, man? Mm, overrated. Terrible. He's he's got he's got zero personality for the job. Oh. He's got he's got the look, but he ain't got none of the none of the personality, man. Like I low key was kind of hoping Paul Pierce would work out, but I'm like, man, he just don't got the. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he he was he was too inhibited on 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 the camera, but I was like, oh man, they got Paul Pierce. This should be good, but yeah, he he didn't deliver. Reggie and Grant Hill, Grant Hill's the same way. Yeah, Reggie Miller's properly rated. Yeah, Reggie Miller's probably. I, I I like that he gets out of character. That's what I love about Reggie. He'll get out of character. Like he acts like a fan at times. And I like for commentators to do that every now and then. You know, just just act like a, a fan, you know, and you don't have to be locked into a script. Um I I, I like that. And real quick, sideline reporters, man. Sideline, I'm gonna get these out the way, man. Cause, you know, I got my pink slips right here. So you know, we gotta you know make sure we maintain our, our focus. So yeah. <laughs> um for TNT, Stephanie Reddy. Oh man, underrated. <laughs> underrated. Um Ali LaForce. Ali LaForce. The white chick? Yeah. Eh. Overrated. <laughs> um Lisa Salters. She is properly rated. Yeah, Lisa's properly rated. Um, yeah, she she's properly rated. Roz Gold. <laughs> do we even need to do this one? <laughs> no. We'll skip. Hey, uh, the queen. That's the queen right there. That's, that's all you need I, to know. Uh, Malika Andrews. The, the, the heir to the queen, you know. Uh, come on. Mad underrated. All right. Well, and one I'm more. Gonna pro- I'm going to say properly rated because... People, people know about them. People know about them. Yeah, she's prob- she's probably rated. Yeah, she ain't underrated at all. Not she was underrated a couple of years ago. But my bar- my barbershop is a huge fan of Malika Andrews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Joy Taylor. Oh man, underrated, underrated, underrated. Um, I had one. Oh, um, Taylor Brooks. Overrated, man. Overrated. I gotta, I gotta Talk go to overrated. me, Ian. Why do you think she overrated? Uh, I, I can't. I can't fully divulge all the details of conversations I've had with other dudes about Taylor Rooks. But have you seen oh. her? Have you seen her pivot interview? Nah. Check it out, dude. Check it out. It, it'll change your perception of her. Yeah, because I, I kind of get the vibe from her that she's cut from that sage steel cloth. No, she no, she ain't on that. She ain't on that. Okay. No way. No way. Okay. Sage steel. Sage steel gets an app from me. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why ESPN gets, still got her around, man. She gets four thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and, and last but not least, man, this is not a chick. This is uh, going back to, I mean, how we going to bring up Skip? We don't bring up Shannon, man. Oh man, Shannon, I mean overrated, man. Like <laughs> I'm going on, underrated bro. on Shannon, man. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. Like he knows it's football. But when it comes to basketball, no. <laughs> I just love Shannon to keep it street, man. He keep it hood, man. We get on that show, man. Yeah, he, he have his black and mild, you know, he, he 
got the champagne. He's got the, you know, he got the Hennessy coming coming through. <laughs> skip, you know, I, I, I hate his... A different vibe than with Stephen A. Brought. He definitely does that, but overrated. I, I hate his 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 LeBron takes, but he is entertaining to watch, man. For me, have, have you seen this skit? This one dude, man, he does like Stephen A. impressions, and uh, he he does Shannon Sharp as well. <laughs> but he did one with Shannon Sharp, and it was another guy playing Skip, and the guy that plays Skip, bro, is spot on. Oh, send it to me. Yeah, I sent it to you, <laughs> dude. I screamed laughing when I saw the because the, the guy that's doing doing Shannon. He do a good job playing Shannon, but I'm watching the dude playing Skip, and he's like he's like getting antsy in there. <laughs> it is my turn, my turn. <laughs> LeBron James is not Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the hair he's got the wig dude it's so funny man i'm gonna send it to you man but yeah that 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 pretty much does it those who listening to the show man if we missed anybody man shoot me a dm or something i don't know but uh we're gonna get right to our awards because i'm running out of time big hair rico award i'm giving it to kd man i'm giving it to kd <laughs> turning um, into it turning into twitter fingers all of a sudden coming at tnt sideways oh yeah you knew that was gonna happen <laughs> come on man come and on the funny bro. thing about it is like charles and them they didn't really care they was like yeah whatever yeah, they, like, whatever man they knew he respond like yeah of course of course he put that picture up this is an army y'all got an army going up against god oh so you calling yourself god now get out of here get out of here dude <laughs> yeah big head rico award Kyrie Irving, for all the reasons i mentioned yeah, Essence of Otis Award. This is going to be a Nets dedicated one, too, just like we did the Lakers. Uh, Essence of Otis Award. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Nets. It, 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 that one's going to the Nets, you know. Everything about them. Everything yeah. about them. I'm sure yeah. it's the same for you. It, I agree. Uh, yeah. uh, my Cuddy Award goes to the Celtics. Hands down. Uh, for knocking the, net, the Nets down. A flight of stairs. Uh <laughs> Uh, and, and and here's a here's an underrated here's one nobody Trey Young man he got shut down pretty solid in this series against the Heat man yeah well he's got no help it's like when when you know yeah. can no one else on that team beat you yeah you gotta you gonna double Trey Young you can't let him get off so that's Atlanta that's what separates the, that squad that's what separates the good teams from the from the great teams yeah. great teams have others like Shaq always depended on my others. Big shot, Bob. Big shot, Bob. Uh, Red Fox. Yeah, yeah, Brian Shaw. They say, they say, dish it out to me when they W. Look, look for me. They always hit the shot. Thanks a lot, Big Shot, Bob. Uh, you played yourself a war. Man, let's go to Kyrie Irving. Oh, hold on, hold on. He get a lifetime my, achievement. I ain't giving my cutty. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My Cuddy Award is going to Giannis for telling his girlfriend he's going to dump her because he found out she was a Lakers fan. <laughs> the one she had the baby, he got the baby by? I think so, yeah. Oh, snap. That's what I'm talking about, Giannis. Don't play that mess up in here. Hey, get off that Lakers bandwagon. Yep, that's what he said. Wow. Shout out to That's That's why he the best player in the NBA, man. And he went all the smoke. 
<laughs> you played yourself a war, man. I, I gave mine out, Kyrie Irving. For the first time in Vibes and Stuff, I'm sorry, in Magnificent Vibes history, I am giving the You Played Yourself Award to myself. Oh. Oh, okay. I played my I played myself with my Boston Brooklyn pick, man. I said I, I had the gall I to, say that, yeah. to say that the Nets were gonna sweep the Celtics, probably. And I also said that the Timberwolves were gonna lose in five. And hey man, they shut me up. They 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 heard my criticisms. And and, and I gotta give I gotta give the you play yourself award to me. Ian Ray. <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it when I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was wrong too, man. So I take this award too. I will take this award. Um, not, not, not. As far as the Memphis, Minnesota series, I had Memphis, but I had it a little bit closer than you did. But uh, yeah, as far as Kyrie Irving's concerned, I think he gets the lifetime achievement award for for you played yourself. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just think I just think he does. Bill Carden Award. I'm giving it to James Harden until until further notice. Um, that's, James, that's what James, uh, what do you got? I had Ben Simmons, but I mean James Harden is. Yeah, is, ben, both of them can go in there. Both of them get that award. more appropriate. Um, it's a shame award. It's a shame what happened to a girl that tried to run on the court in that Minnesota uh, Memphis game. Did you see that? Oh yeah, man! They decked her, man. <laughs> the security guard was on it. She was watching her. I don't know what made her jump up to try to run on the court, but man, she got tackled instantly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I get it. There's a lot going on in the world right now that needs our attention. But when you do that at a venue like that and on a on a on a stage like that, your message is lost. Yeah. It's a shame that, wasn't the same, that, that wasn't the same chick who chained herself to a to a basketball rim, was it? Not that I know of. Oh, it might be the chick that glue didn't some chick glue her hand to the court or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it was that it might was. be the same chick. <laughs> she a season ticket holder or something? Uh must be. A, I don't know. I really don't know. Or is that, or maybe is that, is that a, uh, is that somebody like the Timberwolves are low key paying to like do crazy stuff at games so that they can get <laughs> more attention? I don't know. I really don't know, man. It's, it's it hard to happen in Minnesota. I know, I know. But my my it's a shame award is going to um, Steve Nash, man. It ain't yeah. official yet. It ain't official yet, but. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think he out of there because he was he was he was he was quietly omitted from Kyrie Irving's comments about what they were going to do next. Year. I did pick up on that. Yeah, I picked up on that. You know, it's like I wouldn't even feel bad, bro, because he just never should have got the job in the first place. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have got the job. We all know that. But well, we know we know he got a job because he was with. Golden State coaching staff got and, and him and him and KD formed a bond. So when KD came over, well, you, who you think should be the coach? I was like, go with Steve Nash, right? Instead of going, who you know mostly qualifies for the job, like a Udoka, you know, coming who was an assistant coach for the Spurs all those years. 
Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you could have went that route, but y'all chose not to. Right, y'all decided to go with the fan that, that the stars liked and who ain't going to hold their feet to the fire. Yep. That's what's happening. You know what that team need? They, that team need... Uh, <laughs> and I... And I, and you always hear that phrase. I don't wish that on my own worst enemy, but I will wish this on the Nets. George Carl. <laughs> oh man, that that oh man, it would, bro. It, they would either implode or win a championship. Because <laughs> George George Carl, he done wrecked some teams, boy, throughout his career, man. You know what would be even better? Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> oh man. The, the the master of panic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm I'm done talking about them. Uh, we can move on from them and and get to some real. Like Chuck said, like like Charles Barkley said, man. Let's now we get to watch some real basketball. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree with him. I agree, and I also agree with 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 uh, was it was it Chuck or Shaq who said what happens what needs to happen with Katie and Kyrie is that they need to have an argument. Yep, that's what they need. Yep, but you're right, man. They they sounded like they it sounded like Kyrie and Katie were like on two separate pages after that during those press conferences. So we'll see what happens, man. But I don't care anymore. I'm ready to move on and uh, enjoy the rest of these playoffs. Real quick. Um, all right, all right. So, got to get out of here. Ian, I appreciate you stopping by. No doubt, no doubt. Down with the super teams. Down goes the super teams. <laughs> Down goes the super teams. And uh, I got to go cut these heads, man. And uh, real quick, vibes and stuff, new episodes, check them out couple of reviews on there and uh more coffee and beasts is on the way until then i'll see y'all on the next one all right peace